Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Topical Brainstorm. My name is Christian Larson, and I'm here with Garrett, my co-host. And the website we use to record our episodes, since we live in different cities, has just added a feature where there's video. So uh, I can actually see Garrett's shiny head and smiling face for the first it time. Is, <laughs> it is definitely a nice change-up, you know, to uh, be able to see each other. It makes me feel like we're in the same room. This is basically our first uh, in-person podcast together. <laughs> Pretty much, it's yeah. it, it's uh, it's different. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of cool good, though. Sure. Yeah. Well, how's everything been going? You got any <clears throat> any news from the week? Anything interesting happened? Any news? Uh, no, I went to class for the first time in like a month today because everything's on. I have one class in person, and it's every other week and. And the last time I was supposed to go to it, I had COVID. So uh, that was cool to actually see some people. Yeah. I haven't been on campus at all this semester. So that's crazy, dude. Yeah. What a world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, though, not nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I had a test on Tuesday and I actually did really well for the first time in a while on a test. So that was nice. That's, that's always good. Dude, I had a test last week too, and I did really well. Nice. Yeah. First time I've gotten a 90 in a long time. (laughs) So it's nice. Uh, how are your goals going, dude? Uh, Let's see. I have a goal to exercise, and I feel like I'm doing really well with that one. Um, I exercised on Tuesday and Thursday after my classes. Like I said, I would. And hopefully I have time tomorrow morning as well. But I'm definitely feeling motivation to just feel better, look better a little bit, and uh, not get not let my gut get any bigger because uh, – when I relax, when I relax, Dude, that's a my real stomach, problem. Yeah, when I relax my stomach, it just sticks out pretty far, and my wife's like, "Yeah, you're getting kind of chubby and just stuff like that." Which it's funny, but yeah, I don't want funny. I don't want that to be a pattern that builds on itself for the next five to ten years, so thirty years, forever. I don't want that to happen. So. Yeah, dude, you don't want that uh, that compounding interest to to wreck you. <laughs> Yeah, the issue is, so I I feel like I've been going at it for a few, or like a month now. I've been working out two or three times a week, and I'm getting to the point where I can push myself a little harder than than I've been able to when I exercise inconsistently. But I still finish and just feel exhausted and starving. So I've I've had to really yeah. try to restrain how much I eat because I feel like I could eat so much food. And I feel like I could sleep. Yeah, that's always been. <clears throat> yeah, that's always been my toughest thing is eating. Like food is just so good. <laughs> and I spend so much money on food. Yeah. I actually, so my goal, one of my goals is to stop doing that. And uh, I used some gift cards to, this week that my parents got me. Oh. So it was like I, <laughs> it's like I didn't even eat out. Like <laughs> it was good. You, uh, you finally other, use the gift cards. 
Uh, I mean, and I still have some. So next week, man, <laughs> more food, more free food. <laughs> uh, nice. So, yeah, that one's going well. Uh, I've What about your goal to do with reading? Dude, I haven't read at all this week. However, I'm supposed to read like 100 pages in a book for school by like next Thursday. So I imagine I will be hitting the books hard in the next coming days. <laughs> so don't you worry. All right. Don't you worry about a have, thing. Have you stuck to your goal of reading a page before you watch TV? Uh, or have you been watching no. too much TV? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I've been watching too much TV. Clearly that system is not working for me. I need to to fix that. <laughs> Don't spit your water out all over your mic, dude. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, actually, in next episode, I wanted to say how much money I've spent in the month of February just on food. So I'm going to be okay. calculating that. And I'm sure it's an embarrassing amount, but... <laughs> I feel like we spend way too much money on food too. It's it's hard because when you're single, like in Logan, when we'd go out and eat, I only had to pay for myself, right? Yeah. And I go cheap. I'll get like McDonald's. I'll get you know two McChicken, two spicy McChickens, and I pay two dollars, and that's it, right? Yeah. But but yeah, now that I'm married, me and Kylie go out to eat, and she doesn't always pick the cheapest options, which is fine, you know. That's fine. I don't really know why I do that. Not like I need to do that every time, but and not that I do that every time anymore anyway, but we just spend so much money on food. <laughs> it's it can be frustrating. Yeah, dude, treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, once in a yeah, while. Yeah, for sure. It's good to remember that, but uh yeah. I also have a goal. I need to to do Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just going to talk about a goal to stay off my phone and I feel like it's been going okay. I don't think that monitoring my screen time is the best way to go about it. I checked today. I don't think I've been really improved with my screen time statistics, but yeah. But I do feel like I've just been trying to make it more easy to do things I want to do. You know, like I'll come home from work and if I have. 30 minutes I'll just like get my guitar out and put it on the couch and that way I just like eventually pick it up and play it for a while you know which is which is nice and that yeah, just that helps that's, me a bit to that's what were you gonna say <laughs> oh uh I, yeah this is kind of weird where we can see each other I feel like there's a lot yeah. of awkward pauses <laughs> now uh I was just gonna say one thing that that book I was reading about habits talks about is like, make it obvious. If you want to build a new habit, you make it obvious. And he gives that example of if your goal is to play the guitar, leave your guitar in the middle of your room and not your closet. Um, or like in the middle of the living room. And I was like, yeah, that makes a ton of sense actually. And so like Mm -hmm. leaving a book, if, if all your books are like in a chest somewhere on a bookshelf, you're never going to read them. You need to like put them somewhere where 
you'll actually see it and and do it which is easier to say than do for sure but it makes sense yeah i need to buy a little guitar stand or something but yeah yeah that is good advice and i don't really have a specific goal or update there but i'm gonna try to figure something out that can be a system that'll last so nice sounds like we made some good progress on our goals this week or at least trending in the right direction (laughs) well you you use your gift cards that's good something i did use my (laughs) gift cards that is something most gift cards gift cards are like the ultimate business model for any business because most of them just get paid for and never used it's ridiculous it's they're just getting free money I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you ready to jump into the chapter? Yeah, for sure. So we're moving on to the next section of this book. And this section is titled Romancing a Woman. Yes. And this chapter <laughs> that we read today is called Making Your Move, The Science of Seduction. So Yeah. We're getting into some good, some good science here. And We're getting into the the adult chapters of this book for sure. Just just about this chapter's like PG probably. It's, yeah, it's not, no, I, I would We're say getting PG. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really has two sections: one about pheromones and the importance of smell, and. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for us men, women's sense of smell is way stronger than the average man's sense of smell. So uh, we'll jump into that. And then there's a section on the first kiss, but we'll get to that in a minute. So Garrett, what'd you learn? What was, what was your main takeaway from this chapter? Um, you know, I learned a kind of a lot. I never realized how important the first kiss was. I, I I always knew that it's important to smell, you know, decent. You don't want to smell like butt when you're around women, for sure. Uh, so I've always heard about pheromones and stuff. What I thought was really interesting is when they talked about the pheromone party that that artist had in New York. Yeah. Where So this... For for anyone who doesn't know what pheromones are, it's they come out of your sweat glands and they attract usually the opposite sex. Um, so this artist in New York had this party where she had 40 singles come and she had each of them wear a shirt for three nights leading up to this party. And then they they brought the shirt in a plastic bag. They labeled the plastic bags, um, put them in male and female groups, had everyone smell each shirt and pick the one they liked the best. And a bunch of people, so out of the, the 20 couples that were there, 12 of them actually hooked up. And of those 12, six of them went on to have long-term relationships. So... To me, that means that the sample size is big enough to have like actual legitimate um, claim to this. Like pheromones are real. Uh, I found that really cool. What What did you think about the pheromones? 
Yeah, that that was super interesting. Cause I, I remember one time I was talking to my dad about dating or something, and I don't remember how long ago this happened, but and my mom, my mom was there too, and my dad was just like, it's like a lot of there's a lot of things have to line up for you to really you know for you to really like someone. He's, and the first thing he said is like, you know, she's got to smell good, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> That's number one on the list, Dad. And my mom was just like, "What?" To to my dad. <laughs> I don't know if my parents will remember that. I'm sure they'll be texting me once they listen to this. But I hadn't really spent a ton of time thinking about it. I definitely noticed, and you you notice when when a um, a girl smells really good. You know, like that's that's definitely a noticeable thing. No, yeah. Um, like when a girl walks by and she smells nice, I'm just like, wow, can you walk <laughs> by again, please? <laughs> For sure. And yeah, I, you know, I figured there was science related to that, uh, but it was interesting to learn about. And yeah, the, those pheromone parties, that's pretty wild. It's apparently become a popular thing, but that's such a high success rate, you know, compared to... yeah other things you see where they try to get people to to get in relationships like that's that's a really high yeah. success rate. Well, something I also found interesting about this chapter is when they talked about um women really I guess babies have pheromones that come out of the top of their head. Uh and they mentioned in the book that if a cologne company could harness those pheromones that come out of babies' heads that men would it would be like a weapon for men basically which i found <laughs> super funny i was like huh yeah. okay i'm I'm just gonna next time i see my little niece i'm just gonna pick her up and rub her head on my body <laughs> <laughs> not really i'm not gonna do that but <laughs> like that's what i was thinking when i read that it was really funny yeah so smell is important obviously and they do mention that there are there are certain things that us men can control as far as our hygiene, um, you know, changing your socks, deodorant, brushing your teeth, all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. there really is a science behind it. And, you know, it's a two-way street. Some women are going to smell better to you and you're going to smell better to certain women. And when that lines up, uh, I think it really boosts your your success rate. So it's not like you can rely on your pheromones to do good things for you with a particular girl. But, um, I think if you take care of your hygiene, otherwise, uh, they can play a role in, in finding your, your mate, your match. So interesting stuff. Yeah. You're, de you're definitely in a good spot. Uh, yeah. So take a shower every day. And, and I know you, a lot of dudes that don't do that, soap, <laughs> including <you know>? myself. <laughs> Shut up. Let's not get into that on here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so All shower, right. like Garrett said. Change your yeah. sheets, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's important. Something that I have grown accustomed to. <laughs> good, good. All right. Um yeah. So the next section in this book was about the first kiss. And as Garrett mentioned, 
it's apparently very important for a lot of reasons. But the claim that the Gottmans make is that women remember everything about the first kiss. Which I tested my wife on this one after I read the chapter. I was like, what do you what do you actually remember? Tell me everything you remember. And she didn't really remember all that much. She remembered and something she's always said is that I was very sweet that night when we had our first kiss. But that's that's about it, you know. She remembers where we were, but that's about it. So I don't really know I'm pretty sure I re- the validity to that statement about girls remember everything or women remember everything, but what were you going to say? I'm pretty sure I remember that night, actually. Yeah, you were there. I'm, I'm pretty before. sure I remember the night. It was it was pretty memorable. That was wasn't it the Fourth of July? Yeah. What else do you remember about it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So it was it was the Fourth of July, <laughs> and uh, I came up. We watched fireworks together. I can't remember why I came up. Um. Was that for my car that time? Maybe. I, don't, I think uh, you just didn't have anything else to do. I don't know. I think you just wanted uh, to come visit. That could have been. I came up to Logan for the 4th of July, watched fireworks, and then drove home because I had to go to work the next day. And then I remember texting either the next day or the day after I was texting you, and you're like, yeah, I kissed Kylie or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. cool, good for you. Something like that. Yeah, Garrett's Garrett's a part of my story, mine and Kylie's story. So Yes. He was yes. there that night, along with JC, Kylie's roommate. <clears throat> anyway, so Kylie didn't really remember that much stuff, that that many details. But there probably is a lot of validity in the importance of a first kiss to women. Um, And it does mention a study where a psychologist asked 500 people to compare, it says, memories of significant life experiences. And the the first kiss beat out everything. And that's probably first kiss ever, not first kiss necessarily with your partner or their current partner. Yeah. But it says that was the most vivid memory in the minds of, of the majority of people being surveyed over things like all it says is losing their virginity. And it doesn't list off what other significant life memories. But that's interesting that the first kiss is so powerful and memorable. Yeah, I think so too. I remember mine for sure. I uh, realized that my my parents both listened to this too. Um <laughs> Is it a secret so I'm when not you're going to happen? No, it's not a secret. I mean, I don't necessarily want them knowing how old I was, though. Although I'm pretty sure they already know. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember mine. You remember yours? I I think so. It's <laughs> kind of blurry. So? <laughs> All right. Well, I know. I know. I I more or less know when it happened. I was. It was. I was like, I was 18 already or 17. It was my senior year of high school. I know who it was with. That's the most important, but I don't really remember where it happened specifically. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine was, 
Mine was like pretty close to the church building, actually, under a streetlight. Romantic. She, yeah, she actually, <laughs> I will say, I got scared. Like, I knew she wanted me to do it really bad, and I just got scared, and she ended up doing it. So, <laughs> that's pretty memorable. <laughs> Uh, nice. But yeah, let's talk about how to make the first kiss meaningful um, and the tips that they that John and Julie give for that. So the first one, this should be pretty obvious, all right? Oral hygiene, like brush your freaking teeth. Yeah, use gum. Don't don't have stanky breath. You know, no one wants to kiss that. Yeah, gum is good. Good stuff to have around. The next tip they give is just to be confident because that's that's an attractive thing in general. But uh, they say be confident. You don't want to have to ask the girl if you can kiss her because that's not polite. Although no, no, they said it is polite. Oh, they said you're it right. is polite, you're but right. it like kills the mood. You know, it's polite, but not in a good way. For the most part, I would guess, but I don't know. I could see a scenario where that would be depends what girl you're with, I guess. I feel like there are women out there who would want to be asked first, but I don't know. We'll have to ask an expert on that one. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we live in like a, a different dating culture than most other human beings here in Utah. So I could definitely see where, where some women would want to be asked and others would definitely don't want to be. Because I have, I have talked to a few girls about it, and they're always like, yeah, I mean, it's okay if they ask, but it's way better if they don't. That makes sense. So the next one that they give is to read the signals. If, if you're not going to ask her uh, if you can kiss her, you got to be able to tell when she wants it. <laughs> yeah. And uh this is this is pretty weird that I can see your face. It's it's definitely throwing me off. Uh yeah, read the signals. They mentioned a few of the signals. If she's licking her lips or biting her bottom lip. If you make eye contact and she's still smiling, um you can lean in a little bit. If she doesn't lean away, you're golden. So, um yeah, just much better solution than having to ask her. If you go through all those steps and things are a-okay, you're probably good to, to go for it. Yeah. I can tell you that the five women that I have kissed, um, I haven't asked, but it was pretty clear that it was going to happen just in the situation that that we were in. Like We both knew that the other one wanted to, and uh, it was good. The next tip they give is to go slow, all right? You don't want to lunge in. You don't want to hit your noses together or uh, hit your teeth together. Have you ever done that? That hurts so bad. I I don't know, probably. (laughs) All right. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, um... Next tip says build anticipation. Talks about things like touching her face, stroking her hair, lean in a little bit, 
it says, move your lips closer to hers. Are you acting it out? Garrett's acting it out. Sorry, everybody can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you always act things out? (laughs) Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Not always, but sometimes. (laughs) It's a lot funner when someone, more fun when someone can see me. (laughs) So build up the anticipation. It talks about how that is a wonderful thing because it builds up the anticipation. And then when there's a dopamine release, when you actually kiss, it makes it even more pleasurable. So... Yeah. That's pretty good advice. Yeah, I I thought that was really funny. It reminded me of Hitch, actually. The you go 90, I'll go 10, yeah. you know? Because, yeah. like, you can't go the full 100 because then you're just, like, eager and you're lunging. But if you go 90 and just go slow, and hopefully you're going 90 while she's going 10, it's not like an awkward, like, you already went the 90 and then she... You know, like hopefully it's like mutually together, but um, yeah, just building that anticipation. I I think they actually said that um, the anticipation also releases dopamine, which makes the actual kiss even, even better. So if, if you can build that anticipation, if you can get her to want it, I, I think they said like want it more than she wants to breathe or something. Then, then you're golden, but I feel like that's kind of unrealistic, maybe. Hmm. That, that does say that's the ultimate goal. So That is the ultimate goal. Uh, the huh. next tip they give is to, you know, kiss her. Touch your lips slowly. Don't, don't mush them together really hard, just slowly. And pause there, you know. Don't, don't shove your tongue in her mouth. Uh especially not immediately if she opens her mouth a little bit they they suggest that you just touch her tongue with yours slightly not like like yeah don't shove it down her throat because that's gross um don't drool all over her or all over the inside of her mouth that's also gross and uh you know it's the first kiss so keep it to a minimum don't don't be gross about it uh, they also talked about why, like the reasoning behind the behind French Frenching, basically, is because men's saliva has testosterone in it, and when she gets it into her mouth, it increases her sex drive, which I found really interesting. I didn't know that. Hopefully, that's true. If not, John and Julie lied, but I'm sure it is because it's in this book. So, yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty interesting. I did not know that either. The next piece of advice just says trust your oh, instincts. Man. So it talks about how it's a dance. Kissing is a dance, apparently. And uh you should just read read her body language, trust your instincts, and uh it says long kisses are wonderful. So there's that as well and the very last piece of advice just says touch her talks about you don't want your arms just dangling flopping around randomly by your sides um but 
nice gentle strokes of the back or the arms, the back of the head, side of the face, stuff like that is really nice. So that was all the advice they gave us on kissing, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I found it. Um, I, I liked the, the last, um, the last tip as well. The, the toucher part. Um, and not in like a gross way, but like when I was first starting out, I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And I had my friend actually teach me. He's like, here, put your hands on her back, lower back, but <laughs> don't grab her butt. Like, don't, don't do that. Cause that's weird. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, he's like, just lower back or like, yeah, just, you definitely don't want your arms just flopping around because that's weird. Don't this touch is her all inappropriately. Stuff I really wish I would have known. Yeah, I know. Don't touch her inappropriately. Not, not on the first kiss. Yeah, it's the first <laughs> kiss. Like that's that's weird. Don't do that. That's creepy. That just says I want to get some, and I mean your hormones are probably going at that point, but. Don't put yourself in a situation where it can get out of control because you don't definitely don't want that. Especially, well, at least with my values, I don't I don't want that, you know. Yeah, and I think the majority of women don't either on the first kiss. At least the ones that uh you and me are accustomed to, we're accustomed to. The ones we're pursuing or the ones I'm pursuing. The type of girl you want to have a long-term relationship with, right? Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, this stuff would have been great uh, to read before my first kiss back in high school because I had no idea what I was doing. I hear you, man. (laughs) I had no idea. It was... Yeah. It would have been good. Although, I'm glad I know it now. Even though I... This is all kind of stuff I've figured out over the years, you know? Um, but it's, it's good stuff and it's good to hear it. And it's, it's good to hear like the science behind all this stuff. Uh, and it it makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I also think it's important for me to review my uh, Kylie really appreciates a good kiss, you know, and, uh, (laughs) it's definitely easy to get passive passive about stuff like that in marriage because a kiss becomes a lot more than just like a you know a a really nice hello or goodbye but uh, what am i trying to say i'm trying to say it's definitely easy to get complacent and just they get lazy you know just like a quick peck something like that but uh definitely good to spark those romantic fires once in a while so those romantic fires my friend yeah yes good stuff um i don't have anything left to add i don't know about you yeah i was a pretty short chapter i don't have anything left on that i do think there are there's actually 
a couple things I want to touch on from previous chapters. Uh, one thing, okay. One thing that I thought was funny. It was actually my brother-in-law Tyson brought this up to me when I saw him last Sunday. This was specifically advice for you, Garrett. But oh, he, uh, so Tyson's a, a regular listener then to the pod. I mean. I probably semi regular. I think he probably just overhears it when my sister's listening <laughs> or something. Well, thank you, Tyson, for this. Thank you for this wisdom that is about to come forth. So he read a study, or he heard this on a podcast or something. What happened was they got a guy to approach 120 women and just pretty directly ask them for their phone number, and he used just about the same line. You know, said the same words every time and so he just approached random 120 women and nine percent of them were willing to give them their number just right there right nine percent and then he went and did the whole thing again 120 new women but he brought with him a dog and the success rate (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) the success rate shot up to 28 percent so 34 women said yes and they name a couple of reasons as to why, but it makes a man look more approachable, more friendly. It proves that he's responsible to an extent where he can take care of a dog, right? So, oh heck, of of all the tricks there are to try to get women to uh, to talk to you or to accept your advances, it sounds like just having a dog with you is is one of the best ones you can do. So, his advice. Tyson's advice was to get a dog. <laughs> All right, Christian. Um, can I borrow your dog? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go ask random women for their numbers, <laughs> I'm gonna go go troll for women, huh? The issue is they're uh, gonna that's be really like funny. First date, you know, what's your dog's name? How long have you had her? And you're gonna have to either lie or. Or uh, just get your own dog. So <laughs> you might as well just get your own dog. I know you got some cash burning a hole in your your pocket, so you should probably just move to an apartment that accepts dogs and uh, get one. <laughs> or just tell her the truth. I was watching my buddy's dog for him. Gosh. I guess I guess your foot's already in the door, right? So <laughs> not yeah. a bad option, I guess. Um. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thanks, Tyson, for that wisdom. Uh, I'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, and then from the same article, there was one other thing he wanted me to mention. I think uh, he they tried to do basically the same thing with cats, <laughs> and it just didn't work. <laughs> really? That's because cats are the worst animal ever. <laughs> I don't think they did the same study, but because you can't really walk a cat. But I think they, it was on match.com. They did a study of people who had cats or dogs in their bios. And it was basically the same with dogs. There was a greater success rate for men and women, but specifically for men. And then cats in your picture for a man didn't do you much of anything. Unless you were homosexual, then it actually worked to an extent. But. You're not, so get a dog. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good advice. Good advice. 
Um, I think there might be a slight lag in our in our video or something because I feel like yeah. we've interrupted each other a lot more today than usual. So I apologize for that on on this podcast. We'll have to do our best to edit some of this out. But yeah, it, yeah we'll, it's been a little we'll, rough. We'll definitely have to get used to this audio video thing. We could just go back to uh, no video. Yeah, we could. I just lost your video, actually. Oh, am I oh back? now it's back. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if like the video is making it lag or what, but yeah, hopefully the audio comes out okay. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. They're adding a new component here. Yeah, I'm sure that in a couple more episodes we'll have it down. But uh. yeah, I, do you have well, anything left to add after that? I don't think so. Hopefully, we convinced our listeners that we're experts at first kisses. Because uh, we're not, obviously. Yeah, but I've only had five of them, so. <laughs> I've only I only ever had four. Oh, so there you, you go. You got me beat out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think that's something I want necessarily want to beat you out on. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast. Whatever. Oh. One other yeah, matter drop of business. Us some reviews too on the the whatever you listen to it on. What matter of business are you talking about? So we can see which cities have which amount of listens, right? Oh yes. And we're really popular in, in Logan where Garrett lives and where we went to college. But just a special shout out to whoever lives in Fairfield, Connecticut. Whatever, at least two people. Because we have 65 downloads from Fairfield, Connecticut. So if you're still listening, we we appreciate you. Yeah, we only have like 26 episodes too. So it's got to be three listeners, dude. Does it? Yeah, I guess so. They've The original so, so thank you, friends or whoever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Anything else, Garrett? No. Um did you want to read some Instagram comments or do we have any Instagram comments? We do have a couple. I, I don't think I can access our Instagram right now. I don't know if you can, but, uh, I know that I know there were a couple comments. If you want to try to pull that up. Yeah, I'll pull it up real quick. Give out, give some shout outs. (laughs) I know this video is killing my battery. Is that? I got my laptop plugged in. <laughs> uh, none on that one. I don't know how to use Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should wait till next time. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's edit this part out. Cause... Okay. <laughs> oh, your mom. Your mom said, love it. And, uh, I don't know who that is. is oh, it, your is sister. Kata oh, Rue. Oh, my sister Kata. Can't wait to hear what you guys have learned, which is... That was from, like, our first post, though. Oh, boy. Oh, Taylor. No, uh, yeah. Kylie's sister. I think it's important to avoid placing blame in any conflict and approach it 
from a place of trying to understand and resolve instead of attack. Very true. Um, I like that. I don't remember what episode that was a comment for, but thanks, Taylor. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Honestly, it could go with any of our episodes. They they sound like wise words. (laughs) Yes, very wise indeed. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody.